0: And I'm Phil. And this is the Roots for Renewal podcast, where this week we're going to be talking about the next route, which is spoken prayer. But first of all, Phil, we're five episodes in now, so just give us a reminder of what this idea of Roots for Renewal is all about.
1: Yeah, so what we we dream for, what we long for, what we're hoping for as the church in this world is for God to come and renew his creation. Not just the church, not just our country, not just our world, but the whole of his creation to be renewed. And And that means lots of different things, but it means for the Holy Spirit to breathe new life into the world, to breathe new life into us, into our nation, Uh, and for people to come to know the amazing love of Jesus. And that's what we long for, for not just one or two, but hundreds and thousands of people to come and to know Jesus as we've come to know him. And the thing about renewal is that we can't control that. We can't be the ones who say, right, we're going to switch renewal on now and and it's going to happen this week or next week or next year. But what we can do is consider how we can allow God's spirit to renew us and to work in us and and ask the question, are we going to be ready to be part of the wider renewal? in order to do that, we need to um, dig our roots deep into Jesus. And so that's what these roots are all about. If, if renewal is the fruit that we long for, that fruit that we can't control, that we really hope to see, then how can we develop those roots in our lives in order to be prepared for it? And um, this week is really significant because renewal only comes through history. Renewal only ever comes through significant movements of prayer. Yeah.
0: Um, some people listening or watching will have a lot more years of prayer under their belts than mm, we do. A lot more. Um, and some of them might have never prayed at all before. Um, so we're defining prayer simply as a conversation with God.
1: Yeah, so 1 Thessalonians 5 says rejoice always, which is great. Like there's always a reason to be thankful. Yeah. And pray continually. So it's almost like prayer is this open conversation with God this this ongoing discussion that we're having with him uh, over not just over an activity that we do for a few minutes or over even the space of a week but it's a lifelong conversation all of us I'm sure many of us have these long-running whatsapp chats now that have been yeah, maybe going yes. for a long time it's a bit like that it's it's an open-ended conversation there's never mm. an end to it yeah it just continues on but it's a conversation in the truest sense, in that we both get to say what we want to say, but also to listen. There's a process of, of to and fro. It's not a one-way dialogue. It's a proper conversation. So, so far we've looked at, at four routes, or we've looked at three, and this is the fourth. And, and the first three that we've looked at, really, or we're on to five now, I've lost count, but if we look at Scripture, solitude, and silence, they're all to do with how we listen, almost do the receiving part of prayer, Mm. where we're we're still and we're allowing God to feed into Mm -hmm. us. And then we come to, to spoken prayer today, where we begin to find our voice and have our contribution to the conversation. But it's through that process of listening first that we we learn to hear God's heart, what he wants to say, the way that he speaks to us. And that shapes the way then that we learn to be able to speak to him, that we learn to pray in the way that he demonstrates to us.
0: Mm-hmm. And prayer is quite the hot topic at the moment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it certainly <laughs> is. So there's some research that's come out uh, from the uh, university in Copenhagen uh, that says that since the, the coronavirus pandemic, as it's, as it's spread around the world, in each nation, as it's reached there, then Google searches have skyrocketed for the word prayer. Wow! So that as as people have have, have struggled with the difficulties of coronavirus, one of their first responses, or one of their significant responses, is to turn to prayer. I've got the statistic here that says for every eighty thousand cases reported, the intensity of the prayer searches doubles. So you assume then that that. there's some correlation to the intensity of the actual prayer taking place as well that people are are responding to what's happening in the world by wanting to pray so this crisis is turning people to prayer turning people to God in that way and that includes those who've maybe never prayed before or rarely pray and it says something I think about the correlation between how how desperate we are Mm. and how much we pray So that says something about coronavirus, but I think the bigger question is, are we desperate enough to see God renew this world? Are we desperate enough to see God renew his creation? Are we desperate enough for those that we know and love who don't know Jesus to come to know him? Mm. Because if we are then we need to turn to prayer. And if we're not yet desperate enough, then we need to get desperate. There's, we talked in previous weeks about how the fact that we are in a crisis, so we know that we're in a medical crisis at the moment, mm. but this is maybe a chance to remind ourselves that the church has been in, in this country in a spiritual crisis for, for quite some time, and we've been slowly falling and sort of lull, being lulled into sleep in the process. But maybe now is the time to realise let's get desperate because the church is in crisis, but the good news doesn't fade, the gospel doesn't fade, and and so let's turn to prayer as, as our hope to, to bring renewal to this
0: world. The need for prayer seems very urgent at the moment um, because there's a lot of struggle, there's a lot of difficulty in our world, isn't there? Mm. But it can feel sometimes, can't it, like our, what difference could our small prayers make?
1: Yeah, we, we feel inadequate when we see Mm. the the troubles in the world we see the challenges around us and and I certainly feel I think we both feel Mm. underqualified to be sitting here talking about prayer (laughs) definitely (laughs) because all of us when it comes to prayer feel like we're not particularly qualified but in another sense every single one of us are qualified to talk about prayer because prayer isn't the discipline of the expert prayer is the discipline of the everyday believer where we come to God in weakness, in our vulnerability. We don't have to be a pro-prayer to be able to pray. It's an everyday gift. And the truth is for us, God wants to hear from us. If you're listening at home, God wants to hear what it is that, that you have to say. He's interested in you. He loves to hear your voice, as well as he loves to be able to speak to you and share his voice. It's a bit like the way we communicate with, with children. Mm. So we want our kids to be able to contribute to the conversation, even though their contributions might not be as great as ours, they might not have as much understanding as ours, mm. It might we not, might not be on the same level. As parents, we want them to contribute. So if I say to a toddler, what noise does a cow make? That's not because I don't know the answer.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <smooth>. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I know what noise a cow makes. Okay. But, <laughs> just a client. But... <laughs> But what I want to do is I want to encourage him to participate mm. I, and I enjoy his responses. And even if they're imperfect, when you talk to a child, mm. you don't expect something perfect. And I think we, we, God, God sees us in that same mm. way. He's just happy for us to interact. And in the process, we learn about each other. I mean, God knows us pretty well already, mm. this fact, as well as anybody possibly could do. But we learn about God in the process, just mm. as a child learner but learns about a parent through that interaction. So I think we have to take the pressure off. Prayer isn't something that we have to get right. It it's something that we get to do. Mm. It's a joy and and it's a treat. And so in many ways I think it's less important what we say, that we say the the right things, or whatever we think that might be, and more important that we learn to be in that constant communion with Him.
0: Mm. We're not saying that our prayers are inconsequential to God, though, are we? Um, And what we pray does make a difference. Um, And Jesus said that whatever we ask for in his name, he will do it.
1: Yeah, so just because our prayers um, are are not just about exactly what we say and get everything right, it doesn't mean that the words that we use Mm. aren't significant and that it isn't powerful. Um, I love what what Karl Barth says. Sorry, was that Dietrich Bonhoeffer? (laughs) It's not... I purposefully avoided Bonhoeffer. <laughs> there was a good Bonhoeffer quote I could have used, but I avoided him this week. But Karl Barth says to, to clasp the hands in prayer is the beginning of an uprising against the disorder of the world. Mm. And I just love that. Something about the, re- the rebellion of yeah. prayer that it goes, it's so countercultural and, it, and it's something that brings about uh, like a subversive change to the world. So if you're a bit of a rebel at home, then that, that's your inspiration to pray. <laughs> it's, the, it's the beginning of an uprising against the disorder of the world. But it also reminds us that we don't, we don't pray to feel better, although that's sometimes a healthy benefit of prayer, that we, we pray in order to see change, in order to see our world change. And, and as Jesus, as Abby said, Jesus said that when, when we pray in his name, he will do it. That things actually change as a result. We see right the way through the Bible how God is impacted by conversation with human beings, and there are a few examples where God is like it's, all, it's almost as if God's mind is changed by the interaction that he has with his creation. That even that that people are able to persuade him to change his mind about something, and that is just incredible to think about a God who would be willing to relate to us on that mm-hmm. kind of level. And a good place to, to think about is, is the amazing prayer that, that Jesus gave us, the Lord's Prayer, which I think even if you've never prayed before, you, you might be familiar yeah. with the idea of the Lord's Prayer. And, and there's a line that says that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as in heaven. And, and that's a prayer for change. What it is, is saying we recognise that earth isn't perfect, but there's something about he- our idea of heaven, God's kingdom, where his rule and reign is perfect. And, and Jesus said the kingdom is coming. So there's that promise that it's, it's on its way, it's near. And in mm-hmm. fact, it's kind of here and we have access to it. But at the same time, we live in a broken world. And so when we pray, your kingdom come and your will be done, what we're saying is, God, would, would your kingdom be present and tangible and real in my life and the life of the people around me, in my community, in our world and, and beyond in creation? And, and so that's that's an amazing prayer for us to pray that we're able to almost like join God in his process of renewing our creation. Because remember, this is God's mission. Mm. It's God who wants to do these things with his creation. And prayer is one of the ways in which we can join in his mission. Mm.
0: So if we want to grow deeper in prayer, or maybe even pray for the first time, what do we actually say to God?
1: Again, going on the theme of just taking the pressure off, we can say whatever we want to Mm. say. And that's the beauty of it. We come, we come to our heavenly Father, and we can just talk to Him. Mm. I just some, even though I've been praying for years. I just find that mind blowing that mm. God, who made everything, you know, if I was to meet some like the Queen or someone, I'd I'd be very specific about what I plan to say. Someone you know with s- such an amazing person with so much authority, and and yet God, who's a million times more, He just takes us as we are mm. and allows us to come to Him. And speaking, I just think that's such a wonderful thing. So there's no rules, um, and as I said, God already knows what I th- what we're thinking. But also, He's big enough to handle what it is that you have to say. You know, if if you're someone at home who doesn't pray or hasn't prayed or, or you've not prayed for a while because you cross with God, it's okay to come to God and to tell Him that and to be honest with what it is that you want to say. Maybe you're re- you've lost somebody in this time. Maybe you're really struggling with mm. isolation. Um, you know maybe maybe you're having a really tough time come to God and tell him and that's okay mm. he can handle that and and actually he wants that he invites us to come mm. and be honest with him but also remember that it, it is God and so we have to have a sense of of reverence mm. as well um that, that he is he's he's holy and he's mighty and awesome mm. and so we have to we do have to find that balance but we shouldn't hold back the key is that we're bringing it to him, we're coming directly to him and say, God, this is how I feel. Um, but very very briefly, what we might say in prayer, I think, comes under four general categories. And uh, so the first one is um being grateful. Um, so the I think this is always the first point of prayer is actually what are you thankful for? What do you want to say thank you to God for? And that might be for stuff and things in this world. And it's also good to say thank you to God for who he is and for Jesus and what he's done. So so that's the first thing. What are you thankful for today? Tell God about it Mm. as you pray. The second thing, and I'm going to introduce some words that some people won't be familiar with, but plenty of you will be, is to be repentant. Okay, so the word repentance means to to turn around. And so this is to do with really receiving forgiveness from Mm. God, accepting that, we, we wander off in all sorts of weird directions in life. Get stuff you don't like it when I say the word wonder, because I say it wrong there.
0: Well, he means wonder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we wander off in all <laughs> sorts of strange directions in life. And we go away from God's plan. Mm. We go, we do things that are imperfect. So repentance is about saying sorry and turning around and walking in Jesus' footsteps, being his follower and his disciple. Okay, so we're keeping track of this list. It's be grateful. Yeah be repentant and it's
0: worth just saying at that point isn't it that if we say sorry to god that god forgives us and we receive that forgiveness don't we that that's freely given to us um yeah Yeah. just
1: yeah absolutely and we don't have to actually go through anyone else you don't have to speak to a priest or anybody else you Mm. can speak directly to god in prayer that's the beauty of it and receive his forgiveness Mm. when you come to him with a a sense of repentance Mm. um isn't it amazing yeah so the, the third one, and I touched on this before, is lament, okay? So lament is, is to do with asking why. When we come to God and say, God, why has this happened? Yeah, And sometimes we do that out of a sense of frustration mm. or anger or sadness. And if you've not read the Psalms in the Bible, the mm. Psalms are an amazing resource of lament where people have just said, God, why have you done this? And in those days they'd rip their clothes and kind of go a little bit crazy about it. But, yeah. like, but we don't do that enough in the church mm. today. And that's an important part of our prayer. If you're, feeling, if you're struggling with any of the things we listed yeah. before, lament. Find a psalm and read it to God or use your own words and just say, God, why? Mm-hmm. Why have you done this? It's okay to complain to God. So we've got being grateful. We've got being repentant. We've got lament. And then finally, and this is really a big one, it's, it's interceding or, or asking Asking God for stuff, it's where we come and bring our requests to Him. So, Philippians 4, verse 6, and these words are so comforting, so just breathe these in. Do not be anxious about anything, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, as we mentioned, present your requests to God. So, whatever it is that we're facing, whatever it is that we see in our in our world at the moment, we can come to God and present our requests to him. So if, you, if God was sat in front of you today, what would you want to ask him? What would you want to ask him to do for you? What would you want to ask him to tell you? Mm. What would you ask, want to ask him to do for the wider world and his creation? So we come to God also. The word interceding is to do with coming to God on behalf of other people as well. So those who we know who don't pray, we can come to God and ask him to intervene mm. in their lives too. And if in any doubt, da- so th- that list again, be grateful, be repentant, lament, and then interceding or asking. And they are some of the key things in prayer. But, but it doesn't have to be complicated. okay? Mm. And this is just a whistle-stop talk. We could talk for hours on prayer. But if in doubt, go to the Lord's Prayer. Find a copy somewhere and use that as a prayer and read a line and then add your own words in between um, to each bit. Help that to guide you through mm. a process of, of prayer.
0: Yeah, like you say, we are only really scratching the surface of spoken prayer, aren't mm. we? And in the next episode, um, we're going to take a look at some of the practical ways that we can put these first four roots together into a kind of time of daily prayer. um. But for today, should we finish with a prayer?
1: Yeah, and we'll finish actually by, by sharing the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. together. And, and it came out of a time when the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. So let's do that. So Lord, would you teach us mm-hmm. to pray? Our, Our Father, Father in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be your, your name. Your, your kingdom, kingdom come,
0: come your, your will be
1: done. done
0: great if you find these podcasts helpful then please do share them with a friend
1: yes and subscribe on youtube and (laughs) podcasts and everything else but seriously though do do share do share this with people if you find it helpful i know there are a number of you out there who are using this as sort of group study stuff hello to you guys and i hope you really find this valuable discuss this stuff pull it to pieces disagree with things that we say use it as a sort of catalyst for for growing in each of these areas but mm-hmm. but let's dig into the root of prayer yeah. in the week ahead see you next time bye